Hello, welcome to the last Robinson Ralph podcast before Crimbo. Um, we're going to take a few weeks off for your benefit as much as ours. Yeah, hooray, we can hear <laughs> the echoes of celebration across the country. Uh, from the three or four listeners we've got. Yeah. Um, so uh, we're going to do that. We, we thought, what better way to to end this horrible Frankenstein-esque experiment than to than to talk about Christmas parties. So it's not yeah. about an actual case. It's just about Christmas parties. Our, th- our thinking was every firm of solicitors writes uh, how to behave at Christmas party. I oh, never do so it. It's so boring, isn't it? It's so cliche. Terrible. Terrible, yeah. Everyone does it. And um, and I've never written one for that reason. In the same way, I don't write ones about Halloween and fancy dress and all that usual yeah. stuff. So we're not going to write one. We're going to just speak one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we're going to th- we're going to in, in the only because yeah yeah that's it. We're just going to talk about. I mean the, the height of this. We're going to talk for about fifteen minutes, but it comes down to this. Don't be an idiot. That's the height of it, isn't it? Yeah, Bye, everyone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you go to a Christmas party. Don't get drunk and make it muppet of yourself. Um, that's it. But yeah. I suppose let's let's talk about other things. Who wants to start? Sam? Well, I think I think with Christmas parties, I mean, it's just a lot of employees don't have an appreciation of how much it costs an employer to put it on. Good thinking, Sam. Yeah. yeah. How much is ours costing, by the way? Well, it's costing quite a bit, actually. Is it? Yeah. Oh. What three crackers in the office? <laughs> and I'm bringing you to Greg's. Okay. Oh, they're doing those uh, turkey pasties again. No, the po- they're doing pots of pigs in blankets. Oh, ah, they are. No, brilliant. no, it's a sausage roll between three. Oh. So <laughs> sounds great. To be I'm fair. having the tip. Well, <laughs> okay. So moving on to um, Christmas parties. Let's perhaps back wow. on to Christmas parties. What, what, what were your thoughts on it, then, Sam? <laughs> yep. Well, no, it was just. Um, I think there's. M- there's not really an appreciation by a lot of employees in Christmas parties about the extent of liability. I mean, most people think the moment they step out of the door, that's it. Work is, you know, history, basically. So when they go out for a drink, whether it's a Christmas party or some other event, mm. they don't realise... Especially if you're a history professor. <laughs> <laughs> How long were you thinking of that? <laughs> a couple of seconds. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, there's just not a, there's not an understanding really. He still plays himself just a couple of seconds. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just it, people need to be aware that you know just because you're not in the workplace, you know things can happen that do have an effect. Um, you know, on your role and on your fellow colleagues as well. Absolutely, Sam. I mean, can you imagine, Dave? I don't know if you can imagine this. Imagine, say, there was a paralegal who went out on a Saturday to Leeds from twelve o'clock <laughs> to twelve o'clock and got really smashed. Could you imagine the potential oh. repercussions there, Sam? Disgraceful. Yeah, yeah. Terrible. Disgraceful. We're I mean, supposed to be doing Christmas shopping as well. Can you yeah, can you imagine? Yeah. He thought work was history, but yeah, he, he's not law. a history professor, as you rightly <laughs> point out. Let's be honest. Work is law. Let's be honest though, if your mates say, oh yeah, let's go Christmas shopping, we're going to arrive in Leeds at 12, you know, in my world anyway, you know it's not going to happen. No, no, well we all knew it wasn't going to happen, Sam. You you were deluding yourself until until Saturday. All this hypothetical person was deluding themselves. Yeah, yes, not Sam, definitely. So I suppose that one of the questions is, uh, uh, Sam kind of alluded to it in his own accidental way, of what constitutes the workplace, I think that's what you were rambling towards was it sam it probably was yeah it'd be great if it'd be great if you could uh, tell us what i really meant by that yeah 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 <laughs> i will tell you what you were thinking um so what what, what sam was was thinking is that it's not just about 
uh, being in the office. It's about, I suppose, an extension of the workplace. So if there's a, a work do that's been organised, that would be an extension of the workplace. That would be mm-hmm. um, a social, even if it's taking place outside the work premises, at a local bar, say a nightclub, a restaurant, cafe, I don't know, mm. a pub. Cafe? I don't know. Bar. A tavern. A tavern, an inn. Yeah. A beer yeah. keller. <laughs> uh, a German garage. market. German market, a garage. A garage. Yeah, big garages. Get get some stereos. Get some. Get like some Alan Partridge. <laughs> yeah. When have you been for a party in a garage? House, garage house parties, Dave. Are you in it? Garage. Ha- garage. Garage. Not garage. Not garage. house garage. Garage house party. Garage house party. not in a garage. It's in a club. I mean. Do you think it's on a petrol station forecourt? I went to a party in a garage at uni, so for me that was a garage. Was there anyone else there? (laughs) It was a garage. Yeah, there were there were quite a few of us. Yeah, I mean we we had all been given like you know orders that you you should think twice about coming. But um, that's not the warmest invite. I know, but people always tell me that when I arrive at a party. (laughs) (laughs) Have you thought whether really you want to be here or whether we want you to be here? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so that's my definition of garage house parties. MJ Cole would be right. spinning in his house. <laughs> and not party. just records. Noel's house party. Yeah, yeah. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> where were you going with that? Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So that's the key. That's the key. Employees. If you if you're listening, yeah. you're not. But if you were, just be careful. That just you don't you can't get drunk just as soon as you step outside the office. Like you didn't know that, which is why we don't do this in a written thing um there's an interesting case from last year wasn't there about the managing director who um punched a colleague at the christmas party so interesting after the christmas party <laughs> and that was found to be um something for which the company was vicariously liable was that was that mm, just off the top of my head was that bellman v northampton mm. recruitment limited it was that's excellent that's knowledge. very impressive thank you so much i think mm. you'll find i it, during the course of this have other unexpected knowledge of cases as well. He actually it was his mate. He punched his mate, and his mate was very uh, unable to work again. So it was a bit of a sad story all round. That was that an employment case or a PI case? That was a PI case. Yeah, yeah. But still, it's the same principle. Vicarious liability. Yeah. And of course, Sam, you will be able to tell us all about the case of Shelbourne v Cancer Research UK. I'd have thought. I know you know us. Talk about nothing always else. Always talking about it. Loving it. Well, uh, basically, in that uh, in that case, it was held that uh, an employer was not liable or negligent when an employee dropped a co-worker on the dance floor and actually caused damage to to their spine. Um, so the the charity in question, so Cancer Research, had carried out a substantial risk assessment. Um, so they discharged their care of their duty of care. Importantly, though, the wrongful act had nothing to do with the employee's role at the company, so Cancer Research was uh, was able to argue that they're not vicariously liable, even though the events took place at their work's Christmas party. Well, if so that happened to you with us, that wouldn't apply, would it? Because part of the fundamental aspect of your role is to dance with us ballroom <laughs> style around the yeah. office. And I have to say, this morning, you really went up to scratch no, there. I mean, no, no. I'm mean, tired. I yeah, I was limbering up as soon as I got here. He just wandered in. No, no prep, nothing. So just I suppose Pleiadian. <laughs> <Out of laughs> so I mean, what are the kind of things that employers can do 
I mean, that it's not so blindingly obvious that everyone listening to this doesn't already know it because the same mm. old advice was given last year and the year before and the year before and on and on. Well, something I've heard quite big this year is um, having sober chaperones. Oh, God. And there's been quite a few cases, um, well, high-profile pro- high law firm cases of... Um, like just just news stories really of people getting into trouble after drinking at uh, work events. Um, there was the partner of uh, a city firm that was fined by the SRA. I think it was two hundred and thirty thousand um, pounds. So yeah, sober chaperones. So a couple of departments to a couple of people from each department to ensure that when people are drunk they get home safely and so on. Does that mean they stop them? They say, "Oh, you were too much to drink." And You're a naughty person. Go home. Yeah, but the, see, the thing I can, you can see that playing out at a big Christmas party. Somebody comes up to you and says, "You've had too much to drink." You're just going to get met with laughter. You're going to punch them, aren't you, Sam? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why we're not having sober chaperones. But to be quite honest, on that point, I mean, for me, it's fairly simple. You know, you, I don't understand why people don't don't have this appreciation for. I'm going to work. I need. To, I need to. St- I need to still make a good impression. And why you'd want to get completely obliterated around people that you're going to be, you're going to see more of. Um, well, you see them more often than uh, than your family most of the time. So, I, ju- I just don't understand that mentality when it comes to Christmas parties. I think, yeah, but that's a sober mentality, isn't it? I think once you once you, if you if you've got, and I'm not criticising because I agree with you. If you've got, because uh, I said to you earlier on when you were regaling me with the story of this unnamed person who went out for a 12-hour drinking <laughs> thing, is that it's very easy when you get to pint three or four. Oh, I should have stopped. But when four you're not, pints. Yeah, uh, frame of mind. Four pints or ten, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. You're <laughs> just, you're just, you're just going to keep on drinking, aren't you? But I, so if you're, if you're getting provided free drink by your firm, which I will not be providing, <laughs> you're going to keep on drinking. I think I, I think most people. So I think that's the risk, isn't it? If you're put on free booze, people are going to get drunk. Yeah, yeah. So I suppose the 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 you've got to kind of judge by yourself. You know what kind of drunk you are. Are you a playful drunk, a dancey drunk, a pervy drunk, an angry drunk, a wibbly drunk? And if you fall into the kind of drunk that's not socially acceptable at work, don't get drunk. But uh, I mean, a lot of firms will limit the amount of alcohol that they provide, won't they? However. Um, people are going to get drunk beforehand. Everybody sees it as an excuse. End of year party, you know, let your hair yeah. down. That's well, you see, so you see some though that have like drinks vouchers, do it. So you know, you think uh, on the face of it, you think you get a good deal. Deal, you get two or three drinks vouchers. But then when you actually, if you actually pay attention to the kind of drinks you get with those vouchers, you know, that, I mean, I, I've seen it at, at quite a few where they're all laid out on a table. They've all been pre-made, yeah. and you know, it appears all lovely and nice. But I, I bet actually there's hardly next to any alcohol in it but, so because you're you've, but because you've told yourself that I'm at a Christmas party you're probably more likely to believe that you've had you've had a drink but anybody who just has those kind of drinks you know on their own they'd realise there's probably hardly anything in it so nothing wrong with drinking on your own Sam <laughs> I do it all the time it's not, it's, it's not sad <laughs> and I'm just wondering I'm just understanding what point you're trying to make because this is a podcast about limiting liability in the workplace and your your contribution seems to be that you're concerned the alcohol isn't strong enough <laughs> <laughs> mix mix more drinks. Yeah, but that's what. what yeah, but it's like you know, um, if you're going to offer them as the free drinks, you know, once they're done, because they're usually done in a flash, aren't you? If, if you think back to all the Christmas parties, you've you don't been have to, to neck them. <laughs> I know you do, but most people most people do. But then they just go to the bar, and then we just we're, we're just starting from square one, aren't we? 
and you can't stop somebody from going to the bar and you know so unless the bar staff have like a limit and say like you know that person or anybody there can't have more than a certain amount of drinks then i don't see what you can do I to guess be honest. technically is the law anyway isn't it if i understand it bar staff shouldn't serve drunk people which has always struck me as a slightly odd rule for pubs yeah. and bars to have but so what do we think the alternative obviously some of the alternatives are like a dry christmas party yeah, with so no go bowling yeah go-karting go-karting yeah but you can yeah but like bowling you can get drinks of a score count into the yeah but it's not focused around drinking i guess that's the well i know but i mean you have that probably when you've got a more diverse workforce i suppose trying to market like christmas dues and any kind of work social event you know a lot of people will go out and it will depend on whether there's drink available but if but if there's not then um and you try and like be inclusive um you know, to all to all your staff, all the workforce. Like, it's great you get them involved, but then most people say, "Oh, there's no drink. I'm not bothered." So, it, it, unfortunately, it does seem to be like the the main factor in people. I think you're absolutely right. I think um, it is important to um, consider that a lot of people yeah, um, will not actually want a, a work do that's focused around alcohol, and they might feel slightly excluded by it. My experience is, whatever you do, you're going to get people who moan. If you go bowling, yeah, gonna yeah be you can't say, please. Everybody. I don't like bowling. If you have chicken for the. the there's going to be somebody who complains about that. Yeah. Um, I think there's got to be booze, doesn't there? There's got to be if you don't if, if you're a religion or you're as an option. What, yeah, as an <laughs> option. shouldn't be shouldn't it's be required. Not, <laughs> it's not compulsory. No, it's not compulsory. Like IV drip as soon as you connect you up to the to the vodka drip. But there's got to be booze as an option. And if you don't want to drink booze, don't drink booze. Yeah. But if you're going out for a meal, the notion it would be a dry meal just fill. I just wouldn't go. What's the point? What is the point if you're not going to have a? I, I told you about that wedding, haven't I? I think I've told the people here about the um, vegetarian wedding. Yeah, with no booze. With no booze. Yeah. <sighs> I just find it. Or bowling. Have it in a field in the country, so everybody has to drive. Actually, you know, I'm not going to go. Important advice. <laughs> I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not going. If it's going to be like that, forget it. Well, brilliant, Sam. Should we have it in a field in the country? <laughs> what our wedding? <laughs> well, we're not talking about a wedding now. We're talking about. Which has gone from a meal out in Leeds now to you and me in a tent, not drinking. Getting married. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good, I'll be in a tent. <laughs> so I think, look, what you do is, right, let's get this right. So what you say to everyone is, look, we're going to have a Christmas party. There's going to be booze. Uh, if you don't want to drink, fine. There's non-alcoholic options there. In the same way that if you don't want to eat meat, fine. There's vegetarian options there. But not everyone's going to eat vegetarian option because you don't want to eat meat. You don't have to. The vegetarian to. option. Yeah. No, but yeah. And also, don't say you don't want the vegetarian option and then turn up and eat it anyway. Oh God, don't get me started on that. <laughs> I mean, there is that. There is also that. Uh, there is a suggestion that you should have a complaints procedure as well um, in Christmas parties. What well. within so the some, party? So, no, so if something <laughs> complaints. <laughs> <Sorry. table. laughs> so if something. I'd love that role. No, I'm so complaints if, officer at the party. Right, you can have it. It's yours. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, so if something happened, that you should have like a separate complaints procedure. But you know, at the end of the day, if if if, if it's that bad, uh, whatever incident it might be, then it should it should get talked about anyway. You shouldn't need a procedure because people do talk after Christmas parties, don't they? They all want to know what happened afterwards or like what happened with uh, you know so and so and so and so because they might have been seen um, you know sitting together or something like that. Um, Sorry, sitting. So what's the, what's the offence that's been committed because people have been sitting together? But it's just gossip, isn't it? It's workplace gossip. You know, in a Christmas party setting, it's heightened. Like, you, you, you'd spend the night talking to somebody and there'll be, there'll be some people who might think, oh, there's something going on there. And then all these rumours start. And before you know it, 
what may have been like just an innocent conversation turns out to be um so know, it turns out there's workplace gossip don't going talk around. to people <laughs> i'm not saying don't talk saying. to people but, but don't sorry. talk to them for more than a prescribed length of time <laughs> <laughs> Don't talk to them all night. I thought that's how we operate here. Anyway, we've got a five-minute limit. I, I, I think also, as well, I, I know there'll be some woke folk who will be upset at this suggestion. But isn't there an element we should all should grow up? Do you know what I mean? All right, so some stuff's going to happen at a Christmas party. It isn't going to be great. Just move on. I think Not everything has to result in a complaint and a whinge and an expose on Twitter. I mean, in HR, if you're working in HR, surely that's the most fun time of year, post-Christmas party. I imagine it's the worst. <laughs> and you get someone coming in going, oh, Bob, Bob was a bit rude to me. You're like, was he? Just, can you just forget <laughs> it and move on? No, he's very rude. Call me fatty, fatty, burm, burm. Where's Bob from? Uh, where do you think Bob's from? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. That's why I'm asking. don't want to be rude. I don't know. Just like, all right, did he? All right, yeah. I'll have a word. We had a, I worked for a firm, um, and it, they had a rule like a Christmas party, but not so much a rule, but... Like people behaved dreadfully at the Christmas party, and they um they came to me and went, "It's a Christmas party, wasn't it?" <laughs> Didn't take Fair any plan. further, and I kind of thought that's a relief. <laughs> but, <laughs> but um but it was yeah I I kind of think you can end up killing fun. You know, there's fun. We're gonna all have fun as long as with these rules. As long Most as it's pe- in a prescribed way, prescribed fun. You must have fun now, yeah. but don't have too much fun. Don't have too much fun. Right and way. here's how you have fun. And most people, I think, are reasonable. What, all of this guidance that all lawyers put yeah. out, employment lawyers put out, is really just manufactured worry, isn't it? Yeah. Because most mm. people are fine, and you get somebody who'll go over the top, and they'll be dealt with during the disciplinary policy, if it's that bad. All of this is just typical employment law providers going, all right, let's give you some guidance, and then we'll get some work. Yeah. Incidentally, well, we, we've done a podcast about it, so we're yeah. not one of them. No, but <laughs> should you have any issues with your Christmas party, please contact Robinson Ralph. We're very good and very nice. Yeah. Mm. Um, so anyway, look, that's my whole opinion on the Christmas party thing. I think just be sensible. Yeah, no, I agree. Right. So right, what are it. we going to do now then? Right, well, that's it. So it's over. Um, that's it until some point in January. It's over, thankfully, for everybody listening. So we hope you liked it. Uh We've had some feedback from people who said they wish we'd talk about the cases more than ramble on, but we're not going to do that. We're just going to carry rambling on. Yeah. Because we would get bored. Yeah. <laughs> so Silence really tells the story. So we wish you a Merry Christmas. Yeah, have a great one, guys. Yeah. And a Happy New Year. And um, we shall see you on the other side. Yeah. See you in 2020. So what are we going to do now then? Uh, pub. 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 Thank you.